This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Time now to catch up with Gareth McMillan from Dunedin Fringe. The Fringe has established a new performance space in the heart of the city. We'll find out more about that. Te whare o Rukitia. Uh, Morena, uh, good to have you with us, Gareth. Thanks for coming uh, on the show to catch us up on this uh, exciting development for the Fringe. Yeah, Atamaria. Thanks for having me on, Jeff. Um, give us a bit of a background here. I know, uh, Gareth, that for some time there's been a bit of uh, um, concern, I suppose, around the availability of performance spaces for, for all sorts of uh, creative endeavours. Uh, the Fringe decided it wanted to do something about that, I guess. Yeah, it's a sector-led initiative. Um, so I think that's quite uh, important to note first up, that um, obviously there's a lot of discussion around the town about what the council are up to, and the council have been a wonderful supporter of our project, but um, what we're establishing doesn't circumnavigate the need or the process for what they're going through. Um, so it's coming from a place of concern about uh, um, you know, how our pro- professional creatives earn a living, where can they present work that's accessible, affordable, culturally appropriate, um, you know, fit for all members of our community, you know, people with disabilities, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, audience engagement, that's really significant. Um, you know, there's, there's evidence showing that there's less people, there's less audience engaging in the arts now than there was three years ago, and there's various reasons for that. Um, but definitely audience development is a big part of the project. Um, it's, it's coming from a place of, uh, you know, as an organisation, we've, we've been around as a trust since 2004, and we're kind of playing a more increasing role within the community as opposed to just the Fringe Festival uh, as an organisation that's actually here to afi um, and support our creative community. So we have the New Zealand Young Writers Festival that's just finished yesterday, and it was amazing. Had such an amazing festival, really amazing uh, events and outcomes from that. We've got the Amateur Music Project, of course, which has been running 12 years now, The Fringe. Um, and also, during during the Fringe Festival, we have set up a venue and run a venue, so we've, we've got some experience at doing that. But also, uh, throughout the year, we also... Really happy to host um, community groups, creatives, um, with the resources that we have and share them. So it's, it's sort of coming out of a, an evolution of us as an organisation as well. How's that for a preamble? Indeed. Um, Gareth, uh, well, let's, let's break that down a bit. Of course, the, the new venue was in the building formerly occupied by the Dunedin Community Gallery. All of those check boxes that you listed before any one of those could uh, throw you some curly questions as to whether you could meet um, the venue's need there. Uh, and if you know, is the intention that this space be uh, available for multiple purposes? And how do you get around the varying requirements to, to meet those needs? Sure. Well, first up, the Tanin Community Gallery is shifting next door. Um, and it's really important that the co-publer of that space, which is, you know, aft art and craft object use mainly, but also community groups, have a place in the centre of town um, that's available to them. The, the slight change over there, in addition to the, the space shifting, rather than that being under council management, um, that will come under us. So if you want to book into the Dunedin Community Gallery, you'll come to us. And also that means that we can increase the level of support that we offer hires of that space. You know, it might be it might be something as simple as, hey, can I borrow a desk? Can I borrow some chairs, which is what we've had in the past through to actually, I'm going to seek some funding for this. Can you, you know, look over my funding application, give me some advice, write a letter of support? You know, uh, you know, can, can, I, can I use some wine glasses? Can I, you know, um, potentially use, use some of our uh, technical equipment, that kind of stuff as well. So the co-piper of the Dunedin Community Gallery is not changing. Um, 
which is great. Um, then it frees up a space at 20 Princess Street, which can be set up as a performing arts centre. Uh, it was beholden on us to bring additional resources into the city, and we've been really successful at that. We've had some major funding from Creative New Zealand, had some major funding from Manutu Tonga, uh, also some support from Otago Community Trust and Alexander McMillan Trust to date. Uh, we've got some pending applications like lotteries, community facilities. So what we're doing is actually bringing additional resources into the city. It's, it's, it would be too easy to think of it as a zero-sum game, but actually without organisations like ours who can contest at a national level for that additional funding to need more miss out on opportunities. Um, so yeah, we've, we've, uh, it's, it's, it's an interesting process um, setting up the space because of course, as you've identified Jeff, there's, there's wildly different needs out there. Um, the most important thing for us at this point in time is to fuck up and own our with the community. Um, the consultation begins now. Um, we've, we've developed the project so far in confidence with, with a few uh, focus groups but um, really now's the opportunity for us to open the door, to hold some hooey to say to the community, listen this is a pilot it's your space what do you need, What do you see? how do you see this working and we will evolve the project uh, in collaboration with our stakeholders including, including the wider members of the community our funders you know, our professional uh, creative practitioners Etc. Etc. Capacity will necessarily mean that it's still at the small to medium size in terms of venue, correct? And that in that regard, uh, the yep. work that the Dunedin City Council is doing with the wider creative community on identifying uh, other opportunities for theatre and potentially music, that that work goes yeah. on externally. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And as I, as I said at the outset, this is this is not the same project. Um, you know, so, so that work will carry on. The council will do their, do their consultation about that project, and you know, it's probably not for me to say at this point in time about whether the city needs a mid-sized performing arts venue. That's a separate thing. We're very much more of a studio size, but it's also important that we weren't duplicating any other resources that were out there. Uh, 120 was a minimum for us. We weren't going to develop a space that, say, had 80 capacity when there are other venues available to the community already that have, you know. That, kind, that sort of capacity. Um, in terms of music, it's good that you mentioned that as well, because obviously, you know, there's a lot of talk around the theatre community needing a space in a lot of the closure of Fortune, but we're well aware that, um, you know, there's a lot of issues with music venues and noise, et cetera, et cetera. So that's, you know, this is a space for all creatives. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's significant to us that we're, we're, we're not duplicating anything that's already going on out there. Tell us how you arrived at the name for this space. Uh, well, we were engaged with Mana Whenua, um, and that was that was name was gifted to us. It's a beautiful name. Um, it recognises Rukitia, who was a famous um, creative practitioner in her own right and expert in kapahaka, etc. Um, so the house, uh, the name celebrates, you know, the house of Rukitia celebrates her uh, proficiency, and it's also a, a lovely recognition that. Um, you know, the, the, the land on which this project is, is operating is, uh, you know, Manawhenua land, so therefore it's really essential that the project evolves um, in partnership with them. Uh, it's been described in uh, a release you issued earlier as a, a pilot performing art space pilot in what sense? Uh, well, as I said, you know, consultation begins now, and, and the, the, 
the long-term outcome and the exact configuration hasn't been set at this point in time, so we're planning to have hui. And then um, as a result of, of this process, uh, it might be, for instance, uh, you know, if the council decides to build a $100 million state-of-the-art mid-sized performing arts venue with studios, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, well, then there may not be such a need for the space that we're offering. Um, but then again, it's also quite possible that you know such a facility doesn't get built. And uh, you know there was a, a major study done which talked to the ecology of the city. So, for instance, one of the solutions might be, and this is something that I've actually advocated for quite vocally for a long point in time, is more support for all the venues that we have in the city. Um, and we might be part of that mix. You know, the city needs a range of performing arts spaces and organisations and they all need to be supported and they all need to be sustainable and healthy. Um, so that's really important to us. And that's why this is a pilot. We're not, um, you know, we don't know what will happen two or three years down the track from now, but, um, you know, that's the opportunity to, to get it right and, um, and make sure that how we evolve have, uh, what the city needs. Have creatives been knocking at your door to make bookings for the space? Uh, yeah, we've had some, had some expressions of interest. We're just finalising through um, some nuts and bolts from our end. Uh, one of the really exciting things that we haven't uh, advertised as yet, so I'll give you a bit of an exclusive, Jeff, if you like that, um, some of the funding that we've had from Manitou Tonga to actually support uh, a few uh, seed fund, a few creative projects. So in addition there to there being a space, what we'll be advertising soon is actually be able to apply to us and, and we can kickstart your project with a bit of two tier to ensure that um, you know the, our amazing creative community has the resources to deliver cool, exciting projects. And are we likely to hear more about that in the next few weeks, Gareth? Absolutely. Yep, yep. we've got a really amazing team here. So... Um, yeah, we've got people uh, just finalising through some of those um, details about the process for um, applying to use space to access that funding. Um, and, uh, yeah, there'll be further announcements made about that in the near future. I'm talking with Gareth McMillan about Te Whare o Rukutia, a new performance venue in the heart of the city. Um, Gareth, since we've got you here, uh, no doubt your Mind will be turning also towards Dunedin Fringe and the shape of that uh, for the next iteration. Uh, where are you at with that at the moment? Fringe is looking great. Um, we've got registrations open until the 6th of December. Our Fringe Artist Grant round has just closed, so we haven't announced the recipients yet, or we haven't had the panel to decide who those are. Um, but, you know, the Fringe is in really good heart. I've just got back from a hui in uh, Wellington with the other Fringe festivals and New Zealand Fringe, Wellington Fringe, have recorded 210 registrations. They've just closed their, their registration process. There's like 70 more than they've ever had for their highest Fringe. So while we're still uh, fairly early in our cycle, um, you know that bodes really well for um, the number of creators out there that have used lockdown or you know more time at home to dream up amazing creative projects. And it's lovely that, you know, French festivals uh, being open access and curated are a great place for um, for people to put their work and, and to have it be supported and uh, as successful as it might possibly be. I know as festival hosts and organisers, uh, you're not alone in this. You've all had to figure out plan A, B, C and D uh, under the current environment. I'm wondering uh, whether you've noticed it all, Gareth, uh, whether the creatives submitting their work have kind of uh, now built in some of the recognition that we're not 
entirely certain about how things will, will roll out and whether the, the kind of performances we're seeing or the themes that are coming through might take that into account in terms of the way they can be flexible. Yes, yeah, something we have. Um, with our French artist grants, one of the criteria that you could write to was um, having uh, an event that could be held under different COVID alert levels. Uh, of course, you know, the, the situation is evolving with a vaccination certificate um, situation. Um, and you know we're keeping a close eye on that. We've, we've uh, you know, we're prepared to to move in in in, in the kind of a direction. Um, any policy will need to go through the Fringe Arts Trust Board. So, um, you know, that information has just kind of come out recently. So we're just we're just processing that ourselves and, and what it actually means for us as an organisation. But um, from what I can tell, the the whole vaccine certification, certification process, you know, the traffic light system looks really healthy for um, venues um, and if you do go down that road, it certainly gives you a lot of freedom to still operate uh, regardless of what the, um, what the traffic light level is uh, in your local region. Well, we await uh, with interest uh, announcements around uh, some timing around all of that and we anticipate hopefully a 2022 filled with more creative experiences for us all to get out and share and enjoy. We've done pretty well here in Aotearoa to yep. Eden, haven't we? We can't wait, though, can we? Get back out there, enjoy the sun. Enjoy those beautiful summer festivals. Gareth McMillan from Dunedin Fringe, thanks for joining us on the awesome morning show. Cheers, Jeff. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.